When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Live from Press Room Pub, located in Herald Square in downtown Syracuse, Orange Football is on the air with the AmeriQ Credit Union Dino Babers Show. AmeriQ Credit Union, for every day, for everything. Your chance to talk with Coach Babers comes your way on the Syracuse Sports Network. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of Syracuse Athletics. America runs on Duncan. Your local Toyota dealers. At Toyota, they worry about every detail so that you don't have to. Tested, trusted, Toyota. And by Hearing Life, official hearing care provider of the Syracuse Sports Radio Network. To submit a question for the show, use the radio mailbox link at cues.com or call the coach at 1-888-746-2873. That's 1-888-7-GO-CUES or locally at 424-8599. Here's the voice of the Orange, Matt Park. Welcome, everybody, to Press Room Pub. We're in downtown Syracuse in the corners of Franklin and North Herald Streets. Good to have you along with us tonight as we talk orange football with the coach. Dino Babers is with us as we hit the uh, stretch run of the 2019 season. Three games remaining in the regular season. That means three more shows here. So we're here to visit with you tonight and next Thursday as well uh, before a little alteration for uh, Thanksgiving week. And heading on the road, Coach, for the next two, uh, Durham and Duke up next. Yeah, I haven't been down there before. I think the last time we were down there was somewhere between WW1 and WW2. So it'll be exciting to get down there. And uh, Coach Coach Cutcliffe's football teams are always uh, extremely well coached. And uh, I just think the world of him, I think he's one of the sharpest cats that that operates in the ACC, and uh, it's going to be a fabulous game, and they're going to be really, really good. The Orange are 3-6 and six heading into that game and still looking for their first ACC win of the year. Duke at 4-5 and five, has won two of five conference games, but they've lost three in a row, so this is one where both teams are really hungry. It is. You know, you would think that uh, their defense is ranked fourth or fifth in the conference. You would think that they've won a couple of more, but their offense is actually ranked below our offense, so... Uh, They've had some troubles with their quarterback, and, and things are going on as well. And But they're a good football team. They're a really good defensive football team, and they're playing at home. This is a 
Duke team, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, certainly all these aspects that Coach is touching on over the course of the uh, program tonight, but an offensive-minded quarterback guru type head coach, and the uh, offense to this point in this season has not been standout. And as you mentioned, some of the uh, defensive numbers are better for this uh, Duke team, particularly a, a veteran front seven. But a uh, new quarterback in Quentin Harris, that's because the previous Duke quarterback is uh, here in our state or close enough to our state with the New York Giants. That's Daniel Jones. First round uh, draft pick, uh, somewhat controversial at the time, but you can see that he has been well-schooled and uh, prepared for this. And we'll get into uh, the Duke personnel over time. If you'd like to join us by phone, you can do that. The best way, of course, obviously, is to come on down to Press Room Pub. It's a packed house here tonight, but there are a couple of seats available. In fact, just like church, the uh, closest seats to us are uh, in uh, open and up for grabs here tonight if you would like to uh, check that out. And we have a pair of tickets to the Wake Forest game to give away later in the show. We'll tell you how to do that. If you want to join us by phone, the number locally is 424-8599 or one 7 go Qs. If you'd like to uh, get the calls lined up, we'll get to those in due time. This is the first uh, time, Coach, we have uh, offensive line coach Mike Cavanaugh out here uh, later tonight. You uh, off a of BC loss and then into the bye week had a, a change on your staff. And the, the first one, as you said, in your head coaching career, a couple guys that had been out here as assistant coach guests before with Brian Ward and Steve Standard. So uh, best wishes to Brian Ward as he heads uh, down the road. And what do you have there in, in Coach Standard taking over? And more importantly, what is the practice week and the tone been on that side of the ball since? Well, I think the practice week has gone really well. I think the, the young men have handled it in a very mature way. And obviously, there was no gray in communicating with them on the, the reason why we did things and what I would like to see in the future. But uh, I thought the young people really have been outstanding. They're giving fantastic effort. Of course, it all, it all comes back to the type of results that you see on Saturday. But their effort during the week has been uh, outstanding. You know, it's a when you think about all the stuff that goes on, the stuff they have to do academically and socially, and then sometimes the things that go on in their sport, because uh, it's a big deal. You know, college football is a big deal, and, and sometimes things happen, but uh, their resiliency and being able to bounce back and, and to bring the family back together has been outstanding, and hopefully it shows well on Saturday. You talked about Duke and kind of the way they go about it, and every team is a bit different than Boston College. And that's what's fresh in everybody's mind right now is the big plays that uh, the team was susceptible against uh, two against BC and uh, AJ Dillon putting together the game he did and his backup having a, a huge game on the ground. Can you shore up the run defense going forward? You know, the question is, I don't know. I mean, when you when you get punched like that, you might be punched drunk. And uh, hopefully the, we think that we can do some things to shore it up. You know, I still think we have really good personnel on that side of the ball, you know, evident of you know, we've got one defensive end that's been invited to the Senior Bowl, another defensive end that's been invited to the East-West game. I mean, it's, we've got uh, Elton people. Robinson and Kendall Coleman, yes, respectively. Yes, sir. And we've got people that the NFL are looking at, and, and we need those guys to play well, and we need to have some of those performances, not only not to make it look like it's just a defensive thing, because there's, there's issues on offense as well. But there's the good players have to play good, and the freshmen have to play better. There are no, I, I look at the guys, and I say, well, you're, they're freshmen, they're freshmen, they're freshmen. We're in game nine. They're not freshmen anymore. I mean, they're sophomores. Like, those guys are moving and jumping and flinching and making mistakes. Those aren't freshmen out there. They've been out there long enough now that they're sophomores and they need to do well. And uh, they'll be held accountable. The problem with that is uh, if that's true for your team, it's true for the other team as well. So if they're playing freshmen, well, their freshmen are now sophomores too, or at least it puts to measure 
what has been the development of players over the course of the season. There's no doubt. I think there was something was played the other day that uh, uh, Clemson has played the most freshmen out of the ACC, and I can understand the reason why, because they've had a lot of blowouts. they played a lot of freshmen. But the second team that's played the most freshmen are NC State. And, uh, you know, when you start thinking about how many teams are young in this league, and I think you mentioned it uh, on, on one of your earlier questions, Mark, about talking about the quarterback at Duke and not being exactly where they want to be offensively right now with their previous quarterback being with the Giants, our previous quarterback being on the practice roster with the Cleveland Browns. The, the entire league is reloading. People are like, oh, the ACC is down. You look at what's going on. Everybody's getting their guys in position to make another run. And if you look at how many quarterbacks are freshmen and sophomores uh, in the standings and the rankings and then the juniors, this league is about to become really good next year, and in two years it's going to be outstanding, and I mean across the board a lot of football teams. And you've been saying that from the jump this season. That was before things went a little south for you this year and, and, and all of that. Uh, something to look forward to, and uh, there it would be understandable that you'd have an ebb and flow based on uh, recruiting cycles at various schools and how they're able to build and retain quarterbacks in particular, but uh, other positions as well, and so we uh, look forward to that. Uh, continued development. We'll come back with your questions and comments by phone. They're certainly welcome ahead. If you're here at Press Room, you can scribble down a question for Coach Babers. we got uh, one from the young folks to uh, put in front of him over the uh, next few minutes as well. Here until 8 o'clock tonight, network-wide. Great to have you along with us. Headed to a 4 o'clock game in Durham Saturday as the Orange take on Duke for the first time in a long time. In fact, that'll be part of our trivia question. We'll hit that when we come back on the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Want to be a part of the show? Email the Dino Babers Show by using the radio mailbox link at Qs.com. You can also call the coach at 1-888-746-2873. That's 888-7-GO-Qs. Or call locally at 424-8599. Now, back to the Dino Babers Show. You heard the man, 424-8599. If you're calling locally, or one 7 go qs Without further haste, we'll head to the Radio and uh, to the phone line, I should say, and welcome in our friend Stephen North Syracuse. Hey, Steve. Yeah, Coach. Um, the uh, the glory of Syracuse football lies in three different eras. Uh, after we built Archibald Stadium, we had a stretch from 1914 to 35 of 22 straight winning seasons. When we got Ben Schwartzwalder, we had a stretch from 50 to 71 for 22 straight years without a losing record. And then we built the Carrier Dome. And then a stretch from 1987 to 2001, a 15 straight winning season. A lot of fans assumed after last year that we were going to start a stretch like that again. There was another glory or happening. But 
None of those past teams had to compete in the ACC Atlantic Division, where we typically have multiple national championship caliber teams and really no bad teams at all. Uh, and I'm wondering if we can adjust our expectations and realize that when we're capable of having a year like last year, it's going to take a couple of years to build up to it, and that uh, the runs of winning seasons are probably not going to happen the way they did in the past. You know, I think the biggest thing is the, is the thing I've been harping on is that if you can find a way to continually go to the well and have hippos and elephants where your O-line and your D-line, not only your starters, but you've got some good backups that are waiting their turns to get in there and you can teach them your system so that when they come in, when it's their turn to play, there's not a huge gap from not playing. The, the, the biggest thing that I've noticed between this job and the other jobs that I've had is that the ACC is so difficult is that you very seldom, in our case, get an opportunity to blow another team out. When you get an opportunity to blow a team out, you get an opportunity to get your young players on the field. Those experiences are invaluable. We have a, a new rule that, I, that I've never had where you can play a freshman for four games and they can still retain their freshman eligibility. Now, that's a fantastic rule, but you've got to be able to f find four games where you can play your young people and still win those games. So when you are loaded in the right positions, you can find some opportunities, you can blow out some teams, and you can have an opportunity to play those guys. When you're rebuilding at the O-line and the D-line, and I'm not talking about this year, I'm talking about any year, you're going to find that those games are a lot closer and it's more difficult to get those young people in. I think that we're, we're just one of those teams where until you build your depth in those two positions, it's going to be very, very difficult to be consistent, even though that's what I want and that's what we're striving to be. I will not settle for anything less. Steve, thanks for the call. We'll visit with uh, offensive line coach Mike Cavanaugh a bit later in the show about the hippos and elephants, and that's been a big talking point over the course of the season. How do you build and then sustain? You want to recruit uh, more prospects in that area and keep uh, that area, not so much the skill positions. Skill positions are flashy, but it's the rest that uh, can put together that, as you say, consistency and the idea. If you want to talk about building dynasties or even the idea of winning seven, eight, nine games on a regular basis, uh, you need to have the folks in the trenches. It goes hand in hand with the, the comment from the previous segment, Coach. Why has Clemson played the most freshmen or how has Clemson played the most freshmen? It's because they've had some breathing room. Yeah, they've had breathing room. They play those young people. They get their four games in and they get to redshirt. And then when they come back and they get an opportunity to be a starter as a, a sophomore maybe on their team, you know, they've already had eight full-time game experiences. So the gap between now I'm out there every single week compared to our gap where our guys go out there and they really, you know, Matthew Bergeron hasn't played in a college football game before. And now all of a sudden he's going against, wow. And everything he does has an effect on winning. But yet he hasn't been out there and had an opportunity to do it for one or two years with the red shirt. So th there's, no, there's no crying in football. Everybody understands what's at stake and what's going on. Uh, we just need to do a better job of solidifying those two groups, which will give us an opportunity to be more consistent in the future. Next up on the phone line, Wayne in the truck. Hey, Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Hello. Wayne, you're on. What's up? Yeah. Hey, uh, question for you, Coach. Uh, you were just mentioning Matthew Bergeron. Uh, in weeks prior, 
uh, we have heard how the, the offensive line reserve, uh, they weren't quite ready, in, in, in your opinion. Uh, so the way that he stepped in has been admirably, and I think he's performed quite well. Does that make you step back and maybe rethink how we evaluate the, more of the offensive line reserve? Well, there's no doubt is you don't know which one's got it. You know, which one's got it, and, and how do you measure that it thing, that Michael Jordan thing, that Magic Johnson thing? And if we just picked all the it's, it'd be fine, <laughs> and I'd be excited. You know, you've got to watch them. The number one line I remember is this, is when you put a young person out on a football field, they hardly know their name. They can't remember what's going on. Hey, what happened on that last drive? They can't tell you what the guy in front of them did. And they may have done everything right, yet they can't regurgitate it back to you. And when the game slows down to you, you can go out, you can block a guy, and you can say, hey, he was in a one technique. He switched. He went from a one to a three. The linebacker walked up in the gap, and then he backed off right before the snap. I started inside, and I kicked back out. Then the guy came off the edge. When they can talk the game that slow and still have somebody banging them in the head, that's when you're, when you're really set, ready to go. Some guys do it. Some guys don't. I was, I'm not going to say I was surprised, but I'm, I'm really excited about how he's done so far. I'm not saying he's ready-made. He's not a guaranteed godfather, but uh, – He's doing good. He's definitely doing good. So thanks for the question, Wayne. Okay, thanks, Wayne, for the call. There was a picture I saw recently. I don't know when it was taken, but it was of Kendall Coleman on the phone on the sideline. So he's talking to somebody in the press box on the coaching staff. And to your point, it's rare that you see a middle-of-the-road player doing that, a sophomore or junior. It's either somebody on the field who has something that can share, can speak that language to the coach, or it's a freshman, a young quarterback that's swimming in it. There's no doubt about it. You, you're either talking to somebody that, that sees it like a, a graduate assistant, that sees it like the coach, or you're talking to someone and you're telling them the famous words, calm down. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Just calm down. Well, they da-da-da-da-da-da-da. No, they really didn't do that. Well, they brought a – no, they didn't bring a blitz off of that side. <laughs> he just walked the up there. He didn't yeah. come. He backed up. Yeah, you're, you're, you're seeing things. And that point's the uh, expression of seeing ghosts, which has gotten uh, Sam Darnold of the Jets in a lot of trouble uh, this year by articulating that. But the, certainly every quarterback is known uh, to go through that uh, part of their career in development and certainly on the defensive side they're looking to put teams in that type of pressure we'll head to another time out here but we want to hit the trivia question first and we will give away a, a pair of tickets to the uh, somebody will select from among those with the correct answer later in the show this is as coach babers mentioned the first time in quite a while since uh, syracuse has visited duke to play a football game so the trivia question is when that last trip happened to durham for a football game who was the Duke coach? If you know the answer to that, you can call us at 424-8599 or 1-888-7-GO-CUSE. The last time Syracuse visited Duke for football, who was the Duke coach is our trivia question of the night. And we've got a pair of tickets to the Wake Forest game, which is in the Dome here on November 30th, to give away. We have a great stack of questions from our friends out here at Press Room. We'll get to those in due time as well. Just getting going with the AmeriQ Dino Babers show. Back in a moment on the Syracuse Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a left-hand turn single. Tink, tink, tink. The guy in front of you had me on for the last 14 miles. And since you're stuck in traffic, you can just sit back and wait. You gonna try to pass on the left? Didn't you see my signal? 
And if you've got cut rate insurance, things could really take a turn for the worse. So get Allstate. Call Camilla's Allstate agent, Rob Ataglia, today. Subject to terms, conditions, availability, and coverage selected. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code Football Edition. This is how you say, game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Syracuse University head football coach Dino Babers. Tackle your home search the easy way and find your house. Just say, hey, Google or Alexa, open CNY Realtor and search the latest home listings across nine central New York counties and have them email to you immediately. You can even ask for your own current home's value. Ready to visit open houses? CNY Realtor has that too. It's all there by saying, hey, Google or Alexa, open CNY Realtor. This is a close one, Bob. Sure is, Mark. German Franks are down by four with only seconds left and need the touchdown to win. The QB fakes and rolls out right, finds an open hot dog in. Touchdown! That's Wiener history for the books. What's the crowd chanting? Hoffman Sausage Company, bringing the meat since 1879. Simply the best hot dogs in America. Proud sponsor of Syracuse University Athletics. Welcome back to the Dino Babers Show, presented by AmeriQ Credit Union. Now let's head back to Press Room Pub with the voice of the Orange, Matt Park. We welcome you back, everybody, to Press Room Pub. Good to have you along as we uh, roll along here on the program. Next week we'll be back on a Thursday night, headed to Louisville next Saturday. Following week is Thanksgiving, so we'll have the show here on Tuesday prior to the uh, Thanksgiving Saturday game in the Dome against Wake Forest, so we're up to date on that. Some uh, good questions, uh, Coach, from our friends uh, here at Press Room, including Patrick. Young Patrick, uh, eight years old, came up. Patrick, by the way, has immaculate handwriting for an eight-year-old, immaculate. He has a fantastic Incredible. high five, too. I mean, I Incredible. put that thing up there. He's got hops. You should have saw the vertical he got up there to get I, that thing. I have an eight-year-old nephew who doesn't have penmanship anywhere near this, uh, so I'm not calling Patrick out, but uh, we appreciate his question, and, and uh, I thank him for submitting it. Patrick says, I'm eight years old and love football. What's the best way for me to start playing? Okay, this is, you may not like this one, Patrick. Okay, here's my thing. Okay. Oh, this is going to go across the air. I was a guy that didn't really play, my dad wouldn't let me play little Pop Warner football. Pee Wee or Pee Wee. He wouldn't let me play. Not until the eighth grade. In the eighth grade, I was allowed to put gear on and go play with the other kids. I used to go watch them every single year and be on the fence and watching my buddies play, but I wasn't allowed to play until the eighth grade. Now, I will say this, where I was at, high school started in the 10th in the, uh, grade. So he wanted me to start two years before high school. So if you're starting at a high school in the ninth grade, what I would do is say, change this to seventh grade. So until, until the seventh grade, if you're going into a ninth grade, I was only allowed to play flag football. 
So I played flag football. If I was here in Syracuse, I would play flag football until the seventh grade. And then the seventh grade, I'd put on gear for the first time. The eighth grade, I'd put on gear for the second time. And then ninth grade, I'd go to the high school. But I will say this, because your dad's got that nod going on like this is good. But we played a lot of street street football. And we played a lot of park football. So if you're not getting it somewhere else, you've got to find somewhere to get it at. Maybe the, uh, the YMCA or something like that. But you've got to work your skills. But that way, you didn't have a lot of people coaching you. And by the time you got into high school, you had had two different types of coaches. And then you, all you did was listen to your high school coach. So you don't have, to me, you don't have as many bad habits. I'm not saying there's bad coaches out there, but whatever that high school coach's style is, you need to adapt to that style if you're going to have success in high school. So there's your answer to your question. All right, Patrick, but the, the reason coach would be in terms of being physically ready, that you want to be uh, 12, 13, 14 more so than, and that's the difference now. You recruit in the South, but well, one of the reasons those players that you recruit in Florida is because they're playing football from four years old and up, and but uh, Patrick would be in his fourth year of football by now at, at eight years old right so that's one thing that's one thing and the other thing is that the, the schools or the places where their kids play so so young they also have more wear and tear on them mm -hmm. by the time they get to high school you're looking some of them when you look at their anatomy charts they've got a a knee here a shoulder there a da da there and it, and that comes into your decisions on whether they're number one on your list or number seven on your list mm -hmm. so what could a young kid like Patrick or maybe a little bit older Patrick's eight but if you're 10 12 and you have an interest in football is flag football or seven on seven applicable in terms of learning uh, route running and defense and passing and that type of thing I, I, I I'm all for flag football I think flag football is good because the, when you're going to get the flag you have to close on somebody and you get close enough to them the flags are tied to their hip you get close enough to them to, to touch that hip you're only a step and a half from finishing up and making a tackle. And then you also get the, the, the young man gets the ability to run through people even though they're not going to hit you, which is really real football. Seven on seven is a little, yeah. To me, flag football is the way to go more so than seven on seven. Okay, well, good luck, Patrick, in your uh, football career. Maybe Patrick will check back in a few years and be a prospect somewhere. I'm, I'm coaching you, Patrick. I like it. <laughs> I like it. He pays attention, which is good, too. Uh, here's a good one, Coach. Uh, Kim is here from the United Kingdom, and I'm not going to uh, Where real football dis is right, disrespect Kim with a bad accent or anything, but Kim says one of the best football coaches, and she's talked about the other kind of football, the footy, okay. Alex Ferguson, who's the coach at uh, Manchester United, the manager, I would say, of Manchester United for many years, uh, allowed his young team to make mistakes and learn together as a team. Do you feel that your players are allowed to make mistakes and learn to grow, or is there a pressure to get it right every time? No, I, I, I think there's a little bit of both. <laughs> I'm trying to get through the pearly gates, too. I think there's a little <laughs> bit of both. But the one thing that if you – what I like to pride myself on is I'm going to really be patient with people, and maybe even to a detriment. I, maybe I'm too patient with people, but I really want to give someone an opportunity to get it right. And if they don't get it right the first time, I'll give them a second time. But they're, they're eventually come somewhere where they're not getting it right. And maybe the best way for them to get it right is to watch someone else do it right. So come over here and sit next to me and then watch someone else. And then maybe you'll get another opportunity to do it right to see if you can really knock that thing out. So I think I'm probably a little bit of both. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we, we do have to uh, have some results in what we do, even though it's not the main 
thing. The main thing is making sure these young men are better fathers, better sons, and better husbands, and they get a college education. That is a, a great question, Kim, and uh, welcome from uh, the U.K. I would say this, that there's a major difference between America. There's a lot of major differences between American football and uh, what we would know as soccer. And when it comes to development, one is, okay, in big-time soccer, you've got 11 players on the field and maybe one, two, three substitutes over the course of the match. Maybe. In football, you have at minimum 24 legitimate players, 25, you count some other specialists, the long snapper, whatever, 25, 6, 7. You know, you, you can't play a game without that many. And then beyond that, you've got another 15 to 20 subs in your core and maybe far more than that. Um, and those are just the ones that actually play, let alone the, the ones that are in development. So you've got to have all varieties, right? You've got to have all varieties, and, and there's different time limits. At certain positions, they can go a whole bunch. At other positions, they can't go as long. You know, someone was saying, well, how come you rotate the running back so much? I said, we're, we're, we're snapping the ball within 15 seconds between plays. If we run the running back two or three times in a row, we're not pulling him out. He wants to come out. I mean, if he's out there and he's at 60% and somebody hits him with a 100% shot of body on body, that's not going to feel so great. So it's one of those things is when they're fresh, uh, you need to leave them out there. And when they're not, based off certain positions, you need to get them out of there. And I'll go you one further major difference between your job and uh, Fergie, Alex Ferguson's job. Uh, college players in a five-year window in their life from 18 to 22 and highly paid grown men professionals. Uh, yeah, and when you're paying somebody a lot of money, you're going to leave them out there. That's the big difference between college football and pro football. If I got an NFL quarterback or I got this hot shot rookie uh, left tackle that's paid a lot of money, I'm not pulling him out for anything. He's getting paid a lot of money. I need that part of the resources to develop right now. And... Uh, and in pro football, a lot of times that decision of the head coach is not, is not making that decision. The general manager is making that decision that that guy needs to be out there. So there's a lot more other stuff that's going involved uh, between the footy, uh, UK's football, and American football. Okay, good stuff there. And I uh, always appreciate the uh, fans who come out to uh, press room to see the show in person. If you've got a question, scribble it down. We like working our way through those. We'll take a time out here. Check the scoreboard when we come back. Coach, you can appreciate it. There's some action going on tonight on a uh, Thursday night in the Mid-American Conference. Also an ACC game tonight uh, starting at 8. If you're coming out to the press room, there's, uh, as usual, on a Thursday, there's a college game and a pro game. And uh, Packed House, you're a good place to come out and watch it if you'd like to do that. Back with more as we continue in just a moment. This is live from the Press Room Pub, the AmeriCue Dino Babers Show on the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Orange fans, ever get sacked by an unexpected heating or cooling system repair bill? Time to go on the offensive. Switch your natural gas or electricity supplier to Agway Energy, and you'll automatically get Energy Guard repair coverage on major boiler or furnace parts, plus up to $1,000 on central air and another $1,000 on interior wiring repairs. It's easier to switch to Agway Energy than you think. Go to agwayenergy.com and get Energy Guard repair coverage automatically. AmeriCue makes it easy to join. With our easy-to-use online application, you can open a new account, make a deposit, and start enjoying all the benefits of an AmeriCue membership, all from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Or you can visit any of our 19 convenient locations to meet our friendly local staff. No appointments necessary. We're even open on Saturdays. Learn more at www.americue.org easy. AmeriCue, for every day, for everything. 
This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Here's Syracuse University head football coach Dino Babers. Find your house fast. No huddle needed. Just say, hey, Google or Alexa, open CNY Realtor and search the latest home listings across nine central New York counties and have them emailed to you immediately. You can even ask for your current home's value. Ready to visit open houses? CNY Realtor has that too. It's all there by saying, hey, Google or Alexa, open CNY Realtor. Last time on College Sports Now. College sports is weird, man. This isn't the NFL. People make mistakes. That's kind of like why I enjoy watching college football. You know, muffed punts and, you know, blown coverages and teams up 48 nothing on you in your own building when you're supposed to be, you know, making a run at a 9 or 10 win season. You know, stuff like that. New episodes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Follow College Sports Now on Twitter at CSNowTweets. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app like TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You're listening to the Dino Babers Show, presented by AmeriQ Credit Union. Got a question for Coach? Call us at 888-746-2873. That's 888-7-GO-CHOOSE. Or locally at 424-8599. Here's Matt Park. We are back indeed at Press Room Pub downtown in uh, Syracuse. Good to have you along with us. Press Room has uh, been an awesome host again this year for uh, putting the show together and some uh, tables are kind of clearing up so if you want to come in for the stretch run of the program or come out for the college and pro games tonight you're welcome in the MAC tonight coach uh, Buffalo five and four they've got the early lead at Kent who's a three and six that is a seven nothing game with uh, three and a half minutes to go in the opening quarter there Kent State's got our ex Syracuse people over there with yep. uh, Sean Lewis good luck to those guys tonight yep so uh, Sean right now Three wins so far in nine games, and uh, they're playing out at uh, Kent State. Sean's still the uh, youngest major college uh, football coach, and I uh, hope it gets uh, on track for him. Youngest and probably the tallest, too. No doubt tallest. No <laughs> doubt tallest. One of the key – he was one of my first hires at Eastern Illinois, and, and one of the reasons I, I had to make the hires because we had a volleyball coach that was 6'5 from Penn State, and I said, I'd be doggone if we're not going to have the tallest coach on campus. So we had to hire Sean. Okay, I like that. So that's uh, one of the games. Then there's an ACC game tonight, North Carolina at Pittsburgh. So you've had the Thursday night spotlight, and now it's uh, two teams from the other division that have it this evening. North Carolina, Mac Brown, who was in uh, the announcer chair, who's come back and did a nice job at uh, North Carolina. And, of course, uh, our pit, our rival, we won't give them too much pub. Uh, those guys are doing a nice job as well. And then uh, also a Pittsburgh team. In fact, what's our buddy Bill Hillgrove doing tonight? He's going to miss a game. The uh, radio voice of both uh, the Pitt Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers is the same guy. And uh, odd that they would actually play literally on the same day. So I'm sure the Grover was with the Steelers as they play uh, in Cleveland against the Browns on uh, Thursday night. A lot of action going on tonight. Interesting stuff there. Uh, this is the part of the schedule. So you would have had your share of action by coaching at uh, Bowling Green where so you had a period here where you had a back-to-back games Thursday and Friday. And what happens is you have sort of a bye week and then you just kind of you get back on schedule, but it's just offset right on the schedule that everybody else in college football is on so your Saturday might be Wednesday right and it goes that way because I know some of these teams will do this two three weeks in a row where they'll play Tuesday Wednesday Thursday for attention I was a part of it for two years and Tuesday Wednesday uh, Monday Tuesday Wednesday games at night 
in November, warm weather. <laughs> in your mind, right? In, in your mind. And uh, if you could get a clear night where it wasn't white stuff coming down or clear stuff coming down, you had to appreciate it regardless of what the temperature was. But it's Maction, and it's, it's unique for that conference. And, uh, and you know, I, I think it's great, great uh, publicity. And a lot of good coaches have been through it. Sure. All right, let's hit some of the uh, matchup stuff against Duke. One of the storylines with them this week, Coach, is uh, a veteran member of their offensive line that has Syracuse connections, Jack Woolabaugh. His uh, father, Dave, was a very good player here on the offensive line. His uh, mother was a field hockey player here. And then uh, Dave went on and played uh, nine years in the NFL. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing Jack in action. He had started every game this season at center, but uh, ankle surgery has shut him down, uh, presumably for the year, but uh, certainly for this game. And so now uh, looks like they'll have uh, redshirt freshmen and a, a true freshman at the tackles and a sophomore that hasn't played much at center. You know, once again, the injury bug is hitting everybody around around the conference, and that's why you, as a head coach you can't cry about it as part of the game. And I'll say it again, it's the part that I enjoy, that you've got to sometimes you got to grab a piece over here and grab a piece over there and, and come up with something. And uh, that's what we get. That's what we're, we're here to do, and uh, I really enjoy that part of it. What type of player is the quarterback, uh, Quentin Harris? We hear him in interviews and stuff. He's a very well-spoken, intelligent uh, young man, but uh, how about on the field? He's young in his development. Uh, his legs are explosive. He's one of those guys, he's dungy-ish more so than uh, how our starter is. Uh, I would say that his legs are right now more dangerous than his arm, but when he moves around and buys time, just like the way Eric used to do, and then he makes a throw, he's very dangerous. So you need to keep him in the pocket and keep him as a rhythm thrower. I know David, and he's worked with a lot of good quarterbacks over the years. He will eventually get him to where he's comfortable in the pocket, but I would say right now, without jinxing it, but that might be our advantage is to keep him in the pocket and not let him out and be an athlete. David Cutcliffe, well-known as the mentor to the Manning brothers, Peyton and Eli at Tennessee and Ole Miss, respectively. And uh, Cutcliffe was the offensive coordinator on that infamous 1998 Tennessee team that went on to the national championship but won its opener here in the dome on uh, what many people believe was a phantom uh, pass interference call that uh, breathed some life into the finish of that game for T. Martin and company as uh, they beat the Orange on that day and went on to win the championship. So uh, that is uh, Duke kind of in a nutshell. You would said this week they've got some Georgia Tech principles on offense. What do you mean? Well, what they've done is They've taken their a part of their run game and made it the old Georgia Tech Paul Johnson option stuff. They bring the guys into the double wing formation right off the tackles. They get that fullback lined up right in the midline, and they start running some of that midline trap option stuff that you see with Army, Navy, you know, Air Force, old Georgia Tech with Paul Johnson, and now Duke. And, you know, those guys are like us. They're a private school, a lot of smart guys that know exactly what they're doing. And they've tied that run game with some vertical throwing uh, principles in the throw game. Most people, again, say that it's very difficult for your offensive line to do both. You need to do one or the other, be an option team or a throwing team. But uh, you know, the first group of coaches that can figure out a way to tie those two things together will have something that's very, very special. Okay, we'll look at the personnel the other way when uh, Syracuse has the football and uh, Duke is on defense in uh, just a moment. Have a few more questions from our friends at uh, Press Room. If you'd like to scribble one down for Coach, by all means, you've got paperwork on your table. You can uh, get those up here to the front of the house and we will uh, share those with Coach Babers over the course of the program. Back with more as we roll along. Trivia question tonight. When Syracuse visited Duke the last time for a football game was a minute or two ago, who was the 
head coach at Duke. If you know the answer, call us at one triple eight seven go cuse This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Area businesses now have more options and more opportunities for their health plan needs with UMR and United Healthcare. We are proud to combine our local presence and national capabilities by offering best-in-class reporting, industry-leading online tools, health and wellness resources, and the largest national provider network in the country. Visit UHC.com for more information. We can't wait to hear from you. Insurance coverage provided by or through United Healthcare Insurance Company or its affiliates. Hey, Syracuse fans, StubHub has been the easiest way to buy and sell orange tickets for almost 20 years. Whether you're looking for a single seat at the 50 or a section for your whole squad, StubHub has the best selection of tickets for any budget. Use Virtual View to find your perfect spot, score a great deal with a price alert, and get your tickets delivered instantly. It's the best way into the dome. StubHub is the official ticketing partner of Syracuse Athletics. StubHub. Be there. This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Superior Stroke Care. It's about time. At Krause's Comprehensive Stroke Center, it's about delivering care faster. It's about our EMS partners who quickly assess your condition and communicate with our specialists. It's about neurologists supported by a dedicated team and board-certified fellowship-trained neurosurgeons using the most progressive stroke rescue technology. It's about taking action quickly because when you're having a stroke, every moment matters. When it's about time, say, take me to Kraus. News is spreading in historic Herald Square about Syracuse's favorite sports and entertainment venue, the Press Room Pub, with lots of room next to 450 parking spots. Watch down our delicious 9-ounce burger for $9.95 with a variety of New York State brewed beers. Watch all kinds of TVs, including a 90-inch monster. Watch your game, enjoy your friends, and bring the kids to the playroom. The SU alumni party for every away football game is making headlines, along with private parties for as many as 300. Come circulate at the Press Room Pub, downtown Syracuse. Visit PressRoomPub.com. Want to be a part of the show? Email the Dino Baber Show by using the radio mailbox link at Qs.com. You can also call the coach at 1-888-746-2873. That's 888-7-GO-Qs. Or call locally at 424-8599. Now, back to the Dino Baber Show. Chef Frank out here at Press Room Pub has been the real MVP this season. He keeps bringing it week after week. Offering up uh, new creations. Coach, you talk about consistent approach. Frank does that. He's got, and he goes to his key players, and they are fried chicken, bacon, honey mustard, maple syrup. He just throws them in a different lineup every week and uh, continues to amaze us. He's everything I want. He's everything I want to be, consistently good. This stuff is outstanding. <laughs> so tonight, the chicken and waffle creation, and uh, far be it for me to uh, to tell Frank how to do his job, but Maybe the bacon could go on top of the chicken here down inside, but it's what lures you in. It's the presentation there with the bacon. I it's think fantastic. That, I think that base, that bacon is the right icing on that cake right it there. Lo it looks pretty strong. The uh, <laughs> chicken and waffle sandwich that uh, Chef Frank has been uh, offering tonight. It's obviously popular as people uh, continue to come on out. It looks like a private party uh, up in the back room here and uh, out on the side as well and uh, see a few familiar faces in the house tonight. Uh, NFL game is the Steelers and Browns, and the college game is Carolina and Pitt. Uh, those uh, come up tonight at 8 or a little later. 
Mike Cavanaugh will be with us in a moment. We mentioned we would talk the uh, side of the ball here where you're looking at the Syracuse offensive matchup against Duke's defense coach, and you've lauded their front seven this week. You think that's their strength? There's no doubt about it. They've got uh, young men. They've got a defensive end that can make plays up there. They're active. They're mobile. Their linebackers are extremely solid. We were thinking about running a play in the game, and uh, we had this play up on the board, and, I'm, and I mentioned to the guys, I said, we can't run that play. I said, I've seen that play seven times in seven games, and it's been covered every single time, and the only, the most yards they got was six yards on it. And, and the, some guy goes, da-da-da-da-da, I said, pull him up. And they pull him back up, and boom, boom, boom. Every single time they were in the exact position that they were supposed to be on this play. Their team is, their whole team is wired like that. They play fantastic defense. You're not, you're not going to trick them, but you can line up and go Neanderthal and see if you can win. So, I mean, there's not going to be any trickery. You're going to have to line up, and you're going to have to move people out of the way if you're going to have some, some success against them. Did we say that about Boston College going in, that there's not a lot of trickery? And was that accurate or no? Because they had four straight 50-yard touchdowns. Two of them were on play action. Was that garden variety play action? Were there misalignments, tricks there? What, what happened? That was man-to-man -man coverage with bad eyes. Eyes in the wrong place. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, th th and that's what you're all trying to do, right, is to confuse the defense in that way. I mean, that's the principle of play calling. And Absolutely, but you're playing man-to-man. -man, it should be more difficult to run, just run wide open. You may beat somebody on route technique or something like that, but when you get somebody wide open in man-to-man, -man, that normally means there was a mental mistake with someone's eyes. Sure, right, so looking at the wrong thing. And uh, sometimes coaches will use the expression eye candy or something that's the whole purpose of it on the play, whether it's a motion or shifting, is to distract uh, somebody from what their defensive assignment is. Hi, what's right. going on over here? Yeah, is that right. my hand in your back right. pocket? Yeah, right. That's right. football. Right. <laughs> would you be the type of basketball coach that would, uh, on a baseline out of bounds, would have somebody just go in the corner and bark like a dog so you could throw it to somebody else? Or If I knew it was going to work, it would be <laughs> me barking. <laughs> Faking a seizure on the sideline, and then, uh, and then the ball comes in. So that comes back to the category, in all seriousness, by any means necessary, and as you said, and – I know, I know that you believe this even before there was a staff change and whatever, but as you're saying, look, your responsibility at the end of the day is to examine every mean necessary to win a football game. There's no doubt about it. Now, there's certain things that we won't do. There's people say, hey, if you're not this, you're not trying. Well, we're not going to do that, and we are trying. So there's certain things we won't do, but out of the things that we are capable of doing and that we will do, we will do, we will do it by any means. And it doesn't matter how much we work as long as we give these guys an opportunity to win. It doesn't matter. Those other things don't matter. Give the young men an opportunity to be successful and then teach them the right way so that they can have an opportunity and a chance. Okay, Coach Lewis's team's given up another one, unfortunately. It is 14 to nothing Buffalo early in the second quarter there. Buffalo playing at Kent State, little mid-American conference action. We'll throw our trivia question out one more time before we head to this next break. The Orange are playing at Wallace Wade Stadium on Saturday, taking on Duke. The last time that Syracuse played football at Duke, who was the head coach of the Blue Devils? If you think you know, give us a call at one 7 go cuse or 424-8599. More to come. We'll have assistant coach Mike Cavanaugh talking offensive line in just a bit. This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Dear movers and shakers, we know how you roll, and we're with you. 
We're with you on the tarmac or terrain in the 2019 RAV4 Adventure, Limited, and Hybrid models. We're with you in the comfy Highlander with seating for up to eight and advanced safety features standard. And we're with you in the Sharp 2019 Camry with its available cockpit red leather seats. We're with you. Let's go. Toyota. Find yours at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Moving, remodeling, or just cleaning up? Make your project easy by renting a dumpster from Casella. Casella will help you estimate how much waste you have and recommend the best size dumpster for your job. And they will deliver it and remove it when you say so. It's that easy. It's all hauled away with no fuss and no worry. At home or at work, Casella will be there for you. To order your dumpster today, call 1-800-CASELLA or visit caselladumpster.com. This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Unintended teen pregnancy in Onondaga County has some of the highest rates in upstate New York. Parents, have those uncomfortable conversations. Teens, get the information you need to stay healthy. ACR Health specializes in both prevention and protection from unintended teen pregnancy. Visit us at acrhealth.org or you can text or call 315-415-6041. That's 315-415-6041. Thinking. We all use it. We all need it. But how often do you think about where you bank? Does it matter? Yes, it does. At Visions, we understand money matters to people, and people matter to us. Where you bank matters, and with a credit union like Visions, you get caring customer service, as well as an uncommon commitment to the community. At Visions, it's not just the money that's there when you need it, we are. Find out more at visionsfcu.org. Listening to the Dino Babers Show presented by AmeriQ Credit Union. Got a question for Coach? Call us at 888-746-2873. That's 888-7-GO-Cues. Or locally at 424-8599. Here's Matt Park. Just another couple of minutes with Coach Babers before we turn him loose. We'll welcome in Mike Cavanaugh, the offensive line coach, in just a moment. Let's uh, pay off our trivia question. Coach uh, headed to Wallace Wade Stadium this week who was the head coach the Syracuse head coach the last time these teams met back in 1939 was the great Ossie Solom who was the head coach of Duke in that day do you want me to give the answer or do you want me to I'm gonna leave it to you I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna say I don't know IDK and I'm gonna let you give the answer I'm gonna say that if you were looking at the stadium you would know his name it is Wallace Wade Stadium and the head coach of Duke in 1939 was Wallace Wade no way how about that wow who is buried in Grant's tomb is the other uh, question we have for you tonight. That's a follow-up. Does it start with a G, Grant's tomb? <laughs> <laughs> so congrats to all who uh, called in with the correct answer. We'll pick a winner from among those and uh, get you set up with a couple of tickets to the Wake Forest game, uh, which is coming up two weeks from this coming Saturday. How about a quick thought on Mike Cavanaugh, one of your uh, most well-traveled uh, coaches and uh, newest additions to the staff? You know, Kavanaugh came from us from uh, Nebraska and Oregon State. He's been a part of some of the biggest rushing totals as far as upsets go on guys that do less with more. And uh, uh, very, very knowledgeable coach. 
part of the success that we had last year with the best rushing season that we've had since we've been here, along with some of the pass protection things that's gone on. He's gotten a little bit of a bad rap with all the sacks that we've got this year. There's no way in heck that all those things are on the offensive line. There's enough to go around for all the groups. But a uh, very knowledgeable man, uh, a man that knows his craft very well, and someone that's going to be here to help us get better. Okay, sounds good. Uh, appreciate the time. As always, Coach, we'll see you on the pregame show and on the plane, first of all, tomorrow, and on the pregame show Saturday before we're back here next week, okay? Thank you so much, Matt. Orange Head Coach Dino Babers. We'll be back with more in a moment. Mike Cavanaugh, the offensive line coach, will join us next. This is the AmeriCU Dino Babers Show on the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a left-hand turn single. Tink, tink, tink. The guy in front of you had me on for the last 14 miles. And since you're stuck in traffic, you can just sit back and wait. You're going to try to pass on the left? Didn't you see my signal? And if you've got cut rate insurance, things could really take a turn for the worse. So get Allstate. Call Camilla's Allstate agent, Rob Vitaglia, today. Subject to terms, conditions, availability, and coverage selected. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Last time on College Sports Now. Can you imagine a guy walking in that's got $75 million into a college locker room? Do you know the problems that's going to cause? I would rather we just let him go pro. And in football, you know what? Go ahead and go pro early, guys. As an 18-year-old, we'll go ahead and let you go pro. And like everybody else, within two or three years, you'll be out of the league. New episodes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Follow College Sports Now on Twitter, at CSNowTweets. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, like TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. AmeriCU makes it easy to join. With our easy-to-use online application, you can open a new account, make a deposit, and start enjoying all the benefits of an AmeriCU membership, all from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Or you can visit any of our 19 convenient locations to meet our friendly local staff. No appointments necessary. We're even open on Saturdays. Learn more at www.americu.org easy. AmeriCU. For every day. For everything. This is a close one, Bob. Sure is, Mark. German Franks are down by four with only seconds left and need the touchdown to win. The QB fakes and rolls out right, finds an open hot dog, and touchdown! That's wiener history for the books. What's the crowd chanting? Sausage Company bringing the meat since 1879. Simply the best hot dogs in America. Proud sponsor of Syracuse University Athletics. And welcome back, everybody, as we uh, spend a few minutes with Mike Cavanaugh, the offensive line coach of uh, the Orange. Call him Cav, and uh, looking forward to uh, talking a little ball here, Coach, before getting on that plane to Durham. Uh, you weren't on that 1939 trip. Where is Syracuse at Duke no. in 39? Born in 62. Okay, good. Right, so that's <laughs> good to know, uh, being on th this side of it. And, it, you know, there's a little breathing room here, this this by week and it's not an off week for the coaches you got a lot of responsibilities but how about the guys in terms of gearing up for what's ahead with three games to go well i think we've had a great two weeks of practice you know the guys have been focused and they're working hard and they're excited to, to play that next game what are you working on and obviously coaches say hey we're working on everything all the time we're trying to get a little bit better every day for your group and it's well known it's it's you guys have taken some shots this year. You're trying to mesh as a unit. Right. How, in what ways do you feel like you're further along now than August? 
Well, every day, you know, we're working on fundamentals. Um, every game is a new experience for some of those guys, and they're growing. Uh, we got to get our older guys to play better, and we got to continue to get those young guys to keep growing. You know, when people talk about you, Kevin, you've been around and coaches gave your bio in Nebraska and Oregon State, so you were with Mike Riley, right? Yes, sir. So what people say is this guy is a taskmaster for fundamentals, for lining up appropriately. Is that something that you hammer every single day, and, and why is it so important to you? It's the way I've been my whole life, you know. Um, you know, it's all about fundamentals. It's all about details. Um, you know, it's a growth pro It's a process. This whole game up front is a process. Um, you got to get guys that buy in, you know. Uh, you know, as an old saying goes, you can only teach those that want to learn. I think overall, most of those guys want to learn. Uh, and I'm seeing growth in some of them. And uh, been trying like heck to get some of uh, the other ones to grow. Sure. I remember talking to you in August, coming off the field of training camp, and you're saying, like, hey, you know, we got this group that we like. We got to figure out, you know, kind of the combination. Well, 10 minutes later, Sam Heckle's unavailable to you. I mean, he didn't uh, make it through the first half of the opening game. So whatever plan you had was shuffled right off the bat, right? Then later in the year, Matthew Bergeron, who you've said all along that you like, he's put in, but it, it's under some strife. And so it hasn't been a smooth ride, right? No. Um, Which is I got a smile on my face when you brought up Matt Bergeron. Yeah. I mean, really excited about Berge. Uh, you know, we're a little bit concerned. He, French is his, mm -hmm. you know, main language, and guy's smart. I mean, he picked football up fast, and uh, he's a tough kid, and he wants to learn. And those are the fun guys to coach, and he's got an attitude about him, which is awesome. Fundamentals are the same in French and English, right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about footwork and, and, and lining up and, and wee wee and trying to, to, to get him headed in, in, in the right direction. Coach, we appreciate, uh, appreciate the time. Best of luck Thank this week against much. Duke, okay? Have a great night. That is uh, offensive line coach Mike Cavanaugh joining us on the program. We appreciate his time and work with his guys. And they'll have their work cut out against uh, the strength of the Duke unit, which is the front seven. Orange uh, struggling, obviously, in sacks allowed. Duke right now with the outstanding uh, defensive front four in particular, defensive end that's got six and a half sacks. And uh, we'll keep an eye on just what aspect of the game that plays out come Saturday at uh, 4 o'clock. We'll be on the air network-wide at 3 on Saturday. Kickoff at 4, the Orange and Blue Devils from Wallace Wade Stadium in Durham. Thanks to Anders Dorsett back in the studio. For Paulie Sevilla here, I'm Matt Mark saying so long from Press Room Pub. This is the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. been listening to the AmeriCue Credit Union Dino Babers Show on the Syracuse Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Join us from Press Room Pub throughout the season and hear Coach Babers talk orange football. The Dino Babers Show has been presented by AmeriCue Credit Union for every day for everything. This week's show has also been sponsored by Duncan, the official coffee of Syracuse Athletics. America runs on Duncan. Your local Toyota dealers. At Toyota, they worry about every detail so that you don't have to. Tested, trusted, Toyota. And by Hearing Life, official hearing care provider of the Syracuse Sports Radio Network. 
Replays of Orange games and coaches shows can be found online at Qs.com. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Syracuse Sports Network.